Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by Lion Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman, ready to talk about some football. Finally, we actually have a football game we to did. talk about. We had our first NFL preseason between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Las Vegas Raiders last night. So some mm-hmm. notes from that. So for today's show, we're going to go over some of the NFL news and notes and also injuries, depth chart, undervalued players, basically things you need to take note of for fantasy purposes. And we'll kind of tell you how everything sort of impacts fantasy football and our opinions. on. Yeah. And then over the next couple of weeks, we're going to kind of keep a similar, similar format and just be your one stop shop for all uh, little updates you need for training camp. And there are interesting things that you can learn. I know a lot of times it's a lot of the same, you know, diatribe from the coaches yeah. talking about the same things. But there are little things that you can learn, especially from some of the beat reporters that can come out with some good reporting about the depth chart and yes. certain battles that are going on in camp that can be useful to you in your fantasy football drafts that I know you got coming up. Yeah. And anytime the coach talks, I'm really kind of suspicious of it. I don't sure. really fully believe it. Right. Uh, but when you're watching what's going on and the beat reporters are reporting, hey, this play person's with first team a lot or mm-hmm. second team, that kind of stuff is very good to keep a notice on. Yeah. So we'll do that for you. All you have to do is uh, check us out here mm-hmm. every week on the Pre-Stat Podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below with any questions that you have for fantasy football. Also, I just did... Just for fun, I just did a best ball draft earlier this week. My second one, of course, you can watch our uh, live, I guess, best ball draft Mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel, so you can kind of check that out. And if you haven't already played best ball, it's a lot of fun. We'll drop the link for that below for Underdog Mm -hmm. Sports. You can win... What's the prize is two million. Two million for first, one million for the regular season winner, and one million for second. So four different people could be millionaires. It's pretty awesome. So uh, check it out. The link is below. All right. So let's get into some NFL news and notes. As I mentioned last night, we actually saw real football. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I just want to start off with the of show on a uh, go dogs note. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go Georgia Bulldogs representing week. I well, feel like week. I might hear that a couple times today. You probably will hear it a couple times over the next several months. Well, maybe more than a couple. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Trayvon Walker had a sack last night of Jarrett mm-hmm. Stidham and Zamir White, another bulldog. His first touch, he went for 14 yards. He finished the night with 52 yards on 11 carries. Nice to see that. He also added in uh, a reception or two. He showed some nice little yeah, upside little there. Fantasy upside. Yeah. About that. Yeah. And to that note, too, mm-hmm. it's interesting that Josh, Josh Jacobs played a couple snaps because mm. generally in, especially this early in preseason, guys that are supposed to be like kind of locked in veterans, workhorse running backs, the they don't get, mm-hmm. they don't have to play a couple of series. That is interesting. So what's your takeaway from that? Are you eyeing that? Role? I think there could be more of a battle in camp Mm -hmm. than we thought either that or even a possible committee uh jacobs hasn't been a great pass catcher so maybe he loses third down role who knows yeah 
Well, something to keep an eye on throughout mm-hmm. camp. We sure will. Also, we celebrated a birthday this week. Mm-hmm. TV 12, Tom Brady turned 45. The goat. The goat turned 45. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. And Leonard Fournette got him a nice cake. It was literally a 3D goat with a happy 100th birthday. It's He's about getting right. up there. It's about <laughs> it's right. It's like, yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> the, so. And um, yeah, so... Some news. Uh, go ahead and read that. Yeah. So some news out of camp, too, is it looks there are indications the Bucks are looking to run the ball more in 2022 and make sure they get uh, their money's worth out mm-hmm. of seven million with, yeah. uh, for Fournette this season. Yeah. So also so good note there for fantasy yeah. purposes. I, Brady Happy birthday TB12. Yeah. Brady did throw an incredible amount of balls last right. year. I don't think. That type of volume is sustainable out of him mm-hmm. at his age, although he's a hundred. He's a hundred, <laughs> and he's still playing football at the highest awesome. of uh, standards. Next story we'll talk about is probably the one generating the biggest headlines mm-hmm. this week in the NFL, and that's of course the Deshaun Watson suspension was handed down, six game suspension, and the NFL now appealing that suspension. Mm-hmm. They are looking for a much stronger penalty, a tougher penalty. League's probably looking for around a year plus fine and treatment. So that's kind of where things are at now, which does not bode well for Deshaun Watson. If the league wants a year suspension, do you think they're going to get it? Uh, well, I know that the NFLPA today also put in their rebuttal to mm-hmm. that year. Uh, the judgment is supposed to come quickly just because of, you know, the season about to start and all that kind of stuff. Do I think they get it? I would be surprised if they don't get more games at least. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Nonetheless, Kevin Stefanski yeah. and the Browns are still having Jacoby Brissett work with the second team. Yeah. And I mean, Deshaun's at practice and stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm thinking they're looking at the whole season mm-hmm. and as it stands they're gonna have him for 11 games mm-hmm. so it's like he is the number one he needs to get familiar with the system so aside from the issue at hand with Deshaun Watson from a fantasy perspective strictly fantasy mm-hmm. perspective uh, still worth the risk in a fantasy draft in a best ball, yes. Uh, in a season long, I don't like to have two quarterbacks on my team. Mm. Uh, so if you draft him, it means you have to have two quarterbacks for at least six weeks. So I, I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially. I, yeah, I kind of see that sentence being a little bit longer there. Yeah, I. In in a best ball, I think you can get away with it. I think you Especially will probably the, need mm-hmm. to go to more of a three quarterback uh, build, but you're kind of going all in on Watson. If he's gone for the year, that team's probably done. So another suspension appeals case. We're talking Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Now he was supposed to have a court date. Now that is delayed two months. Yeah. So I guess he's good to go for the start. I guess he's good to go. I mean, I guess 
the conduct policy could step in, but there hasn't really been much talk of that. And I find that they usually don't act until... Yeah, they they usually wait until the there's a Justice sort Department of a has, ruling. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, as of now, you're going to have them at least for probably the first half of the season or so. So I guess that's good news for... Yeah, for or first fans. quarter of the mm-hmm. season, I should say. But something to definitely keep our eye on. And, man, the NFL's had its hands full of investigations, that's for sure. They just stripped Miami Dolphins <sighs> of 2023 20, first-round pick. They fined Stephen Ross $1.5 for tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. The investigation mm-hmm. found the Dolphins, primarily Stephen Ross, violated the anti-tampering policy on three occasions. From 2019 to 2022 with Tom Brady and the agent for Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. So this one is wild mm-hmm. for me. Uh, not only the tampering thing, but also the court case with the uh, the alleged tanking. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the Dolphins were trying to get Flores to tank the team. Meanwhile, in that offseason, they go all in and try to win the you know, they're trying to win the Super Bowl. So it's like, how it's crazy? How do you go from pain to tank to going all in? Mm-hmm. And you had a good co- coach before. Right. Like, I. As a Jets fan, I was like, well, I mean, I'm happy they got because. Oh, totally. He was a great coach. Totally. And, and every team should have been lining up to get him. He was terrific for them. What I find interesting, so in the report, they say they did not find evidence the team intentionally lost games, which was alleged by uh, the former coach, Brian Flores, who said Ross offered him $100,000 for every loss in 2019. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't say he didn't do it. It just said there's no evidence to back it up. Totally. So it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Totally. just means, you know, there's no proof. Which, why would there be? What is he going to? text him like yeah email him of that no but there's just so many weird things with yeah. the story too because it's like all right so that happened in 2019 but then you come out about it two years later like it is, yeah i the situation's strange either way steven ross mm-hmm. uh not with his team at this point yeah. so and uh, now we get to talk about another weird situation. Another situation. Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Brown arrested for criminal speeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was arrested Wednesday morning. He was going 126 miles an hour in a 65. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> Almost <laughs> double the speed limit. Now, do you see anything happening from a suspension standpoint? Because no. personally, I do not. No, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Those charges will disappear. <laughs> I, I mean, they're they'll be real, but it's a, the. I don't think the it, charges for yeah. that aren't any. I don't think it's a felony or anything like that. Okay. Um, but we shall see. Some other news. Oh yeah, Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. the Big Apple. Mm-hmm. Making and, a little noise. Uh, yeah, they're they're raving about him in camp. They're saying his burst is back mm-hmm. and that. He's busting long runs all the, all over the place again. So, Well, when Dr. Chow was here um, mm-hmm. of SixScore.com, he was telling us that Saquon, you know, watch out. He could be a great addition to your fantasy football team yeah. because even Saquon admitted last year he was still kind of coming back from that ACL injury. Yeah. Wasn't, 
you know, 100% yet. And mm. now he is 100%. Yeah, which is also something to note for, say, the uh, Ravens running backs, mm-hmm. Edwards and Dobbins, yeah. both coming off ACLs. Uh, and really anybody, any running back coming off an ACL, it could be a little bit for him to really yeah. be back. And what he kind of said was, it does vary case by case, right? Does Do they have any d- damage elsewhere to mm-hmm. the knee? And so uh, check out sixscore.com and you can you know read all about his analysis mm-hmm. of the different players. In fact, we'll get to that in just a second. And uh, very soon, all of that six score data will actually be on LineStar too. We yeah. uh, are working on importing it right now. So speaking of running backs, Ezekiel Elliott, not mm-hmm. expected to play in the preseason. Is that much of a surprise? No, I mean he's a he's a vet, been yeah. a workhorse for a little while, but it's still news. I still am interested to see how he does this season. Yeah. And what that dynamic will be. That's the one thing him and Tony Pollard. I, I was hoping to see a little bit of him because he did have an injury last year. Mm-hmm. All know that he played a little hurt. So I did want to see if he had some little more bursts than he did last season, but we're not going to know. We will not. Mm-mm. So that's some of the news and notes that we're keeping an eye on in the NFL. Now mm-hmm. let's get to six score reports for the week. Uh, Dr. Chow from sixscore.com, uh, orthopedic surgeon. He's mm-hmm. He knows what's going on in the NFL. He used to be a team doctor for the Chargers. He just knows what's going on and knows exactly. He's super accurate with everything, too. Like, he can see a player run and know that, you know, oh, they're favoring this leg or that leg, and Mm -hmm. it's super accurate. So he came out with an article on sixscore.com, five injured players to avoid in your draft. Mm -hmm. So I thought this would be a great thing to talk about here on the podcast uh, because Michael Thomas is the first player. Mm -hmm. He says to avoid. His six score is 59. For reference, like Tom Brady, who just turned 45, his six score is in the 90s. Now, one thing with that is that uh, Michael Thomas took to Twitter when he was back at practice saying, don't believe your internet doctor. Oh, was that a... I I think it was directed to Mr. Chow. Do I know for sure? No. Um, Dobbins did something similar mm-hmm. to, uh, to Chow, but, uh, Thomas has been back at practice and it looks like he's been running. Okay. I saw, uh, one beat reporter today saying he looked excellent, right? but yeah. not too sure what that means really. Um, so Dr. Chow's analysis was Thomas could provide value in late rounds. Mm-hmm. However, his injuries make his risk outweigh, outweigh the reward at the current draft position inside top 30 wide receivers, um, suggesting that someone like Juju Smith-Schuster mm-hmm. is a better alternative. He's, he's being drafted around the same place. I guess for me, it depends on what type of league it is and uh, like a best ball or... Yes, that, that is true. I would probably side with Juju as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, just better quarterback and yes. less concerns about the player Injury. as well. Yeah, so. his six score for Schuster is 96. So much better outlook in terms of physical health. And uh, the camp out of uh, KC is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. MVS was getting a lot of raves, but the last couple of days... All I've heard about is him dropping balls. 
So, and then Sky Moore seems like he's getting a little bit better. Juju's there. So that would be an interesting one. Yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the show too. Lions rookie wide receiver, Jamison Williams, six score of 53. And another player that uh, sixscore.com telling you to stay away from, perhaps he's coming off an ACL injury. That will likely kind of loom over. Yeah, he's a total avoid for me. Mm -hmm. Generally, rookie wide receivers take about half a season to really get acclimated. And without him having training camp and then missing time in the regular season, I would not be surprised if he just wasn't really a thing this year until maybe very late in the season. And I don't see them rushing him by any means. No, I mean, there's no reason to rush him. Yeah. Let's talk about J.K. Dobbins with a six score of 47. We did mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit at the top of the show um, when we were referring to Saquon and how much difficulty he had coming back mm-hmm. from an ACL injury. It kind of took him a full year. So this uh, third-year Ravens running back, J.K. Dobbins, a lot of potential, but a six score of 47. Basically, Dr. Chow and the pro football docs are saying maybe not the year for him. Yeah. Uh, it's some there's some interesting stuff here going on because Chow has Edwards above Dobbins. Yes. But what I've heard out of camp is that's actually flipped. Right. Where it's Dobbins ahead of where Edwards is mm-hmm. coming back and that Dobbins could be ready to at least play week one where Edwards is not. Yeah. Those two are going to be an interesting one that you kind of have to keep an eye on because yeah. Uh, Either way, who's ever in the backfield there is going to be And what's really interesting to uh, keep an eye on there is third and fourth running backs for the Ravens because to start the season, there is a good chance that they're thrust into a little bit more of a role. Yeah, so they're also giving Gus Edwards a six score of 61, and they're saying – um, his they're saying his score is better than Dobbins mm-hmm. because the damage to his knee was contained in the mm-hmm. in his ACL. So that's a total yeah. like a medical perspective, you know, way above yeah. my pay grade. Yeah. But um, the other thing that Dr. Chow noted when we interviewed him was that each player reacts differently, and totally rehabs differently, and it's just so it could be a situation where, in fact, Edwards is ahead. It's yeah. just something we have to keep an eye on. It, it is, and it's it's interesting. Absolutely something we need to pay attention to, though. Certainly when they're fully healthy, though, an absolute monster backfield. Oh, yeah. We'll throw in <laughs> Lamar, too. Oh, and, man. Yeah, Unstoppable. Great rushing team. <laughs> Raheem Mostert, 6 score 43. So 6score.com yeah. saying that the Miami backfield, yeah, I get that people are all aboard, but... Stay away from Raheem Mostert because mm-hmm. his knee injury is very concerning for a mm-hmm. running back. And they they think that given the crowded backfield situation in Miami, it might limit his ability to get back into a rhythm that is so crucial. So Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle, healthier options, mm-hmm. higher ceilings. Do you agree with that? Uh, with the news with Mostert not being totally healthy, I think Edmonds – is a really nice little later flyer. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's some major upside there. Yeah. So the Mustaradis, you know, off the shelf. Good old right rookie <laughs> Mustard. James Robinson, mm-hmm. six score of seventy-two. Uh, 
sixscore.com says they're one of the best he's one of the best yearly values in fantasy football but this isn't the year for him because he enters the season with a six score of 72 after tearing his achilles in late december and dr chow notes that achilles recovery is notoriously tough for running backs so there's yeah go ahead yeah and i mean we saw cam Akers come back very quickly last season with an Achilles injury and he didn't have his burst. Mm-mm. You know, he, he didn't look like himself. He was able to play, but he wasn't all there. Mm-hmm. And there's a good chance that that's kind of what we see out of Robinson yeah. as well. The pro football docs suggest Travis Etienne provides slightly better value. Now he was dealing with some list Frank injuries also tough to come, come back from, but um, yeah, his, so Etienne six scores 81. And there has been some good reviews in camp out of him saying that he's pretty much the star of the uh, Yeah, I, I, I've been all aboard ETN. Covered him in college. I know he's, yeah. he's a beast. You you are. I am not totally there. <laughs> I think that him and Trevor Lawrence might have some good seasons ahead. We shall see. All Chris right. Godwin. Uh, some other injuries. Mm-hmm. These are not. So those are the players to avoid. According to Pro Football Doc, you can find that information sixscore.com. Mm-hmm. It's really useful just to check it out, see what's going on there, and they also yeah. rank the teams in terms of health, yes. which I think is really uh, uh, helpful for how they like- rank the teams. And during the season, they'll have matchups that show you kind of like the offense versus yeah. defense and everything, and that is really, really good to kind of really look at and helpful. All right, so some other injuries that we are keeping an eye on chris mm-hmm. godwin first practice yeah. today and he was with a brace and you know not doing a whole lot but hey he no. was out there no but he he looked like he was pivoting off his his knee fine and you know we'll see uh see how that goes so todd bowles said mike evans tweaked mm-hmm. his hamstring which is why he left practice early today uh probably nothing to keep nothing uh, I did see Chow tweeted out, out about this, too, and essentially he was saying that this is just a reacclimation injury, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good thing it happened this early in camp versus later in camp and that he should be totally fine. All right. Interesting one here. Yes. Matt Stafford dealing with bad tendonitis in mm-hmm. his throwing elbow, and even Sean McVay said it's a bit abnormal for a quarterback. Is How concerning is this for the Rams? Or for fantasy owners as well. I mean, it could be kind of yeah. concerning. It it really depends on how bad it is and, and what the sensation he is feeling. But there's a chance they could have to lean on the running running game a little more than they had planned or did last year. Yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on for a quarter. You know, it's... I, he's got to throw. <laughs> <laughs> it's his throwing you know? arm, yeah. All right, Van Jefferson, mm-hmm. what are you hearing about him? Uh, so Van Jefferson hurt his knee uh, last week, I believe it was. He had a little procedure, so he's going to be out the rest of the training camp, but he should, he could be back for week one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we had, we had a lot of knee injuries last week. We had Tim Yikes. Patrick, mm-hmm. who tore his ACL. He is done for the year. Uh, so are, I hate when these injuries coming through in and, training camp and it's just like a part, yeah, part of it. Unfortunately. It, it's bound to happen. I mean, it hit the Ravens hard last year with yep, Dobbins right and Edwards. Yeah. 
Uh, but the Patrick one is significant fantasy wise. It he was going to take targets from Judy, from Sutton, from Albert O. You know, and now that all kind of opens up uh, maybe a little bit more for those players. Okay. And KJ Hamler could sneak in there. So. Um, James Washington. What's his? Uh, he fractured his foot. He is out for six, six to, to ten, ten weeks. And so it also looks like Michael Gallup won't be ready for the start of the season. So the Cowboys are going to be pretty thin to uh, yeah. start the year. Yeah. How's that going to look? Yeah. It's, I'm curious to see how. I think it's going to be a lot of Schultz and a lot of mm-hmm. CD. There's still no timetable on Joe Burrow mm-hmm. post appendectomy. I mean, it's nothing to get too concerned about. But nah, just he, he'll be it was fine. Worth noting. Yeah, he'll he'll end up being fine, but it is worth noting. He hasn't Keep an been eye on practicing for yeah. a while. He hasn't. He's there. He's just not doing anything physical. Got to yep. got to stay healthy. Yep. All right. So. so that's a look at some of the injuries, and we'll keep an eye on everything for you. Now we're going to take a look at some undervalued players that we think have been flying under the radar a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. You know what? I don't know if this is necessarily undervalued anymore. It was when I first told you guys yeah. about it in the podcast yeah. weeks ago. But now, of course, Steelers wide receiver George Pickens getting a little bit of hype. He is. He All is. aboard the hype train. The second round pick of Georgia has been mm-hmm. putting on a show in camp, reportedly already working with the first team offense. Which we're not that surprised about that. He was a second no. round pick. Yeah. But uh, apparently impressing a lot of people. Pittsburgh's beat writer Chris Adamski says George Pickens is not taking part in a special teams drill. It's just one drill, but could signify he's exempt from teams, which potentially signals mm-hmm. he's already been tabbed for a significant role on offense. And now, yeah, it's just conjecture. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing to me about this is that they have uh, Claypool running out of the slot a lot, and then Pickens is going out wide. So they definitely believe in Pickens if they're doing that. It is also an interesting role for Claypool because he's such a big body and, you know, he's kind of dynamic when he catches the ball. Yeah. Now, I'm big on George Pickens this year. I, I just know what he's capable of, given that I am a Georgia fan. So I know. And a lot of people didn't really get to see him because of that ACL injury he suffered in college. Mm-hmm. So... It kind of took him out of the game until, I mean, he played in the national championship game, but that we've seen the flashes or Georgia fans have and know what he's capable of. And now I'm, I'm kind of loving that people are starting to. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's good. And I never denied that. Uh, My worry is that we have likely Mitch Trubisky starting and the offense as a whole, because of that isn't going to be, a great offense and they already have Deontay mm-hmm. Pickens, Claypool, Harris, Fryermuth. So it's just a lot of it's crowded. Yeah, a lot of mouse to feed. Yeah. If there is one coach that can manage wide receivers, absolutely. Mike Tomlin is the guy. Absolutely. Well but to your point, it's crowded. Mm-hmm. It's, we'll see what happens. I think if he I, I would be all in if it was Patrick Mahomes with this I'm receiver sure you would. I'm sure you would. But we're talking Trubisky <laughs> or small hands. Uh... <laughs> well, okay. I'm an all in on Pickens. Tyler is not. That's okay. I'm on the edge. Undervalued, right. I would we'll still to, say we'll yes. We'll try to get him over the edge. Yeah. 
Uh, who you got as an undervalued? Some out- undervalued so guys. out of the Chiefs camp, mm-hmm. there's a couple different interesting things. One, Sky Moore, he's making a lot of plays in camp. They've been moving him all over out of the backfield a little bit. And then, uh, so he's he's been making plays. And another one is in the running back room, Isaiah Pacheco, who he is a seventh round draft pick, but he has been running with first and second teams a little bit. Uh, I got a quote about the hype for the seventh round rookie doesn't look like it's going to die down anytime soon. On Thursday, Pacheco continued to get the first look as the team's starting kick returner and also worked with both the first and the second teams. The article goes on to say that he has shown a lot of flashes and has shown some Kareem Hunt-like comparisons. So they are excited about him. Meanwhile, uh, Ronald Jones hasn't been running with the first or second team. So he could be jumping up the... uh, the ladder there. Let's see hurt. it for a former Seventh Rutgers round. Scarlet Knight. That's what yeah. their, their Seventh mascot is. Seventh round pick could uh, be pushing for That's, some more playing time. It's pretty bold there. Yeah. Uh, how about a wide receiver you're hearing about from the Packers? This yeah. Go ahead. Good old Aaron Ro- Rodgers, Ayahuasca master. <laughs> he, uh, he's been hyping up Romeo Dobbs. Wide receiver Mm -hmm. for the Packers. He's made a bunch of great plays. Aaron Rodgers is saying that he's at least made one big wow play every single day. And over the years, he's seen several other guys do that. But all of the guys doing that have been top 10 Packer wide receiver. So when I first read that quote from Aaron Rodgers, I was like, is this just him making them feel good? Or is this, do you think he's actually. Uh, I've seen a different, a couple different clips where he's, burning some of their mm-hmm. cornerbacks, which they have a pretty good secondary. Yeah. And he's making some plays. Interesting. Uh, Rogers has said he's still making, you know, some boneheaded rookie type <laughs> mistakes. Okay. But I mean, that's going to kind of happen. Uh, interesting to note with this one too, is that Watson is hurt. So he's not fully practicing as well as Sammy Watkins hasn't been practicing with the team. Hmm. So there is a path to playing time here as well. For sure. And with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback, that makes everyone pretty attractive from a fantasy football perspective. Totally. Uh, Drake London, a guy you Mm -hmm. took in your best ball draft. Yeah, I did for the the industry best ball Mm -hmm. one. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he's, he's just been wowing the the team he's been wowing the falcons making plays all over the field and they've been super happy with him all right Kadarius tony a guy who i guess second year right yes former gator yes giants trying to figure things out with him yeah he had some great flashes in 2021 and in camp apparently they've been trying to just figure out different ways to get him the ball wherever they could uh, 2021, his ranks among wide receivers with over 40 targets in uh, 2021 route uh, yards per route run 2.2 was 13th. Hmm. Broken tackle plus missed tackle percentage was 46.2 percent, which was number one. So when he has the ball, you was able to make things happen, and he's grading out pretty good as as far as a wide receiver. 
Uh, how would you evaluate him, though? And given what's happening, what's going on with Daniel Jones? Do you see him as having a, a better, a better season this year? I would Make say for, for Danny Dimes. I would say he probably has a better season. It seems like the coaching staff yeah, is a little bit better. Uh, Jones has been able to support some uh, receivers a little bit. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of mouths to feed, though. Yes. So there's a lot of different receivers that are good. All right. Now let's talk about Elijah mm-hmm. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Good things coming out of camp for him. Yeah, a lot of talk about him being the clear number one running back, and then he's just having a terrific camp and could be putting over some of those uh, you know, running back by committee concerns with uh, yeah, 49ers. Yeah, that was, that was the concern there. Yeah. They have had a different leader in rushing right the past three seasons. Yeah, so where he's being drafted right now, he's probably a very good value. Okay. And you mentioned the Tim Patrick injury Mm -hmm. and how that could kind of. Yeah. So things there, uh, lots of opportunities, just more, more targets for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Jerry, Judy and Sutton. We've seen Wilson support two uh, top end wide receivers. Absolutely. Without it being three top end wide receivers, there's a better chance that those two guys will end up. So their tier. stock, yeah, their stocks up. up. KJ Hamler is a nice flyer now, as a third, and then the role for the tight end Albert O, uh, probably a little bit more secure. Okay. Now let's look at the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Rondell Moore. Uh, yeah. What are you What are you hearing about him in camp? Uh, Coach Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury is saying a lot of good things about him. He's having a huge role. Uh, he's going to have a huge role and that they want to make sure they get him the ball inside, outside, kind of wherever they can. And he's just going to play a lot more and he's taken major strides this off season. So yeah. they're, they're excited about him. We obviously know that uh, Hopkins is out for the first six weeks. Brown has this new uh, legal hey, issue. You know, maybe Kyler Murray is going to study. Maybe he studies, yeah. <laughs> Too bad that was taken off the contract, you know? All right, so some players to watch for. Yes. We'll obviously keep an eye on things, but it's also good to note this stuff for fantasy purposes, get you ready for your draft. So with that being said, we've also mm-hmm. got to talk depth chart. Now, it is a little bit early it in is. training camp to be talking depth chart. Usually, mm-hmm. we don't see a lot of huge moves coming this early yeah and right now it's all kind of rumors and Mm -hmm. maybes here and there but let's get to the rumors yeah um miles sanders taking reps with the second team what do you make of that it's a little scary for sanders Mm -hmm. uh coach has been adamant that he is still their guy but i gainwell had a good season last year played a lot in the red zone last year hence sanders's uh, zero touchdowns so, I where there's smoke, there could be fire. How about over at yeah. Foxborough? I love I love this one. Stevenson is pushing for a two headed mar- uh, two headed backfield with Damian Harris, and essentially what they're saying is that he is the pass catching back now. Oh, really? So, or a majority of the pass catching mm-hmm. um, is going to come from him. 
after two days of the camp, he like tied the team in reception. So he uh, seems like he's going to be more involved. Damien is still the number one, but maybe he's carving out a little bit more of a uh, third back. Third, so Ramondre Stevenson, down. fantasy stock on the rise. I, it absolutely is on the rise. And if anything happens to Harris, Stevenson's going to be a beast. All right. And lastly, Isaiah McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you heard about how he's well, doing in camp? Being a wide receiver in the Bills offense is a good spot to be. And Jamison Crowder's missed a little bit of time. But even before he missed time, uh, word in camp is that McKenzie is playing great and really pushing to be the Bills third wide receiver uh, and that his route running has stepped up significantly this offseason. Um, so. Now when you hear some of that stuff like are you hearing it from the coaches? A, a lot of beat reporters. beat reporters. Yeah so it's it's people watching. I try not to rely too much on the coaches. Yeah for good as reason. We talked, <laughs> coach speak. Wasn't gonna... it Belichick that said this week? Yeah, I don't doesn't... care about your fantasy team. And why would they? Like, of course, tell me something we don't already know. Yeah. Belichick. And it, it, honestly, though, like, <laughs> but thanks for Bill being that way. Because then there's other coaches like Pete Carroll who, like, will just be like, oh, yeah, he's, he's great. And then just not play him. Or, <laughs> you know, like, Carroll's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't trust coaches. Yeah. Okay. All right, so lots to still to get to. It's fun to see some of these games mm-hmm. that we'll be seeing over the next weeks. But we'll be keeping an eye on everything that's going on in training camp to help keep you guys informed about everything that's going on. And people you should be on the lookout for for daily fantasy purposes and also to get you ready for the season. If you're playing in those daily fantasy contests, you can kind of start to get an idea of who you want to target on a week-to-week basis. Mm-hmm. So... Be sure to also check out Underdog Sports to enter in the... Now that we've given you all this information, go use it. Check out the Underdog Sports Best Ball Draft. You can win up to $2 million. Well, that's going to do it for us on the Pre-Snap Podcast. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments below. We will see you guys next time. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye.